Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. Is it great to be back with you folks? Thanks for taking this opportunity to share your airways with us and allow us a little bit of time to come into your lives. And uh, we continue on with the book of Psalms with these songs of the night. We're, we're finding ourselves in Psalm 119. Psalm 119 has been all about instruction, reading the instruction manual, doing what it tells you to do, learning from it, not worrying about the proud, but worrying about God's statues, trusting God first in your life making those things happen. And I think we've seen that over and over again, Stephanie. And mm-hmm. it, it's just been a blessing to me. Yeah. Yeah. The Psalms are awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's what I think. I think every time I read one, I'm becoming a little bit better of a human being. No promises, but I'm trying, man. And so if you're out there today and you're <laughs> dealing with all the junk that we've dealt with, the PTSD, the traumas, the all those, you get to deal with the victory too. And, and that's what we're doing. We're going through this and we're looking at how we continue to get victory from God. And one of the things God's been using from this, uh, from this podcast and those things we've been through is uh, God's been using, honestly, our knuckle, Norton knuckleheaded segment to help people, to know not how to do things. Because we, we changed it up and said things that are right with God or something like that, you know, what's right with God. And you guys came right back and said, no, we wanted the Norton knuckleheaded moment. So back by popular demand, we've left it here. It's staying. It's not going anywhere. And uh, uh, so, Stephanie, you might be a knucklehead if. Well, Doug, you might be a knucklehead if you come for help to someone and you're confronted with truth that you don't want to deal with. So instead of being willing to deal with it, you attack the person that's trying to help you. You know, folks, all I want to say is this right now. Stop attacking people who are trying to help you. You know, put yourself in their shoes. Be thankful they're hanging out with you. You know, most of you who are getting help, you need that fellowship and stuff. And it's easy to look at people and say, well, they're not that good at this. They're, you know, they're not that good at that. That just makes you a knucklehead. That's all I'm saying. And you don't want to be a knucklehead. We don't have knuckleheads listening. Here's the good news. The reason we have this segment is so you can move on from that knuckleheaded moment. You can drive on. You've got freedom now. you got victory. Stop picking on people who are trying to help you. If you don't like them, go to someone else. That's sure. the way I think. You know? But don't attack the person who's trying to help you. Don't attack the person. Because we've, you know, we've worked with idiots and all that stuff. And we got through that. We didn't really attack them that much. Um, <laughs> maybe we do a little bit now just to help our peeps. We're doing it purposely to help them. But... We don't use names, places, location, dates, or anything like that. We're, <laughs> we're kind of good about that. And uh, why are you like? What, what's so funny about this? I'm just seeing your faces. See, I can't see Doug's faces normally. Normally, yeah. this was a problem during the TV recording, too. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, that TV recording. So Stephanie couldn't stop laughing at times, and her whole body wiggles when she laughs. Here we are, going to be on national TV, man, and she's wiggling all. We had to retape I there. Wish, and we had to stop I, it. 
<laughs> and there was another guy there, Jordan, down on the other end, the college guy. Jordan's and so awesome. Jordan's awesome, but he's trying not to look at her. He's got these real big eyes, so he's looking at his head, looking straight at me, but his eyes are to the left of her. And as soon as she starts wiggling, man, it was over. I was not wiggling. I was just yeah. trying to contain it, and then you would say, Stephanie, and then it would be all over. Yeah. And to be honest, you left too. Well, yeah, I did. <laughs> But I had to because I, I'm one of these people. I don't become a prude, you know. I'm, I'm all in. We already ruined the shot when she started laughing, so I might as well enjoy it. But uh, anyway, so Stephanie has a food for the day, and I wholeheartedly agree with this one. Share it with us, Stephanie. Well, Doug, you know we were so blessed to have different groups from here, different um, restaurant locations that helped um, with a few meals um, during our recording, and. Um, First of all, I want to give a shout out to Starbucks for providing the first Three day gallons of coffee and that stuff. Oh, I don't personally, I drank way too much, but that's how I got through last week was guzzling coffee. Yeah. Um, I'm going to pay for that for like the next two months, but that's how I got through last week. And so I want to give a shout out to them because that coffee was right with God. $200 worth of coffee for us. It oh. was so good. Oh. And, um, that, but then the other, the other, amazing one of the other amazing and so that's at little john and pelham in in greenville south carolina i think it's important that the starbucks is little john and pelham and because we want to call them out we want they were awesome for us yeah and duck donuts oh just the name came through with five star review from us i mean over the top i gained weight from those donuts and i was only eating like a donut whole size every day because I, I can't eat day. those. I get yeah. sick to my stomach. But I'm just saying, their donuts oh, are folks, over the top. If you live near a Dunkin' uh, Duck, a Duck Donuts, not Dunk, Dunkin' Donuts, a spot frozen and brought in in the middle of the night, they're not good. But Duck Donuts. They're made on the spot, oh, hot, dripping. Oh, they I load mean, them. The lowest calorie count on a Duck Donut is 650 see, calories. That's why eating a donut hole made me I mean, they put apple pie. They have apple pie donuts. They have meringue donuts they have this donut coconut chocolate frost they have chocolate frost on like seven oh they had blueberry ones that were like blueberry sauce on top man all i can say is those things they changed my life amazing they changed my life duck donuts on pelham road right next to five guys right right there in greenville south carolina pelham road 85 let me tell you you're driving by if you live 400 miles away get here go to duck donuts and get a mixed dozen it's worth it it's Tell worth a Doug whole vacation. Plan a yeah. vacation around Duck Donuts. That's all I want to say. Plan the <laughs> entire vacation around Duck Donuts. Get close. They have so many Outer Banks, but come to this one. This brother down here hooked us up with donuts. And so anyway, we just wanted to say that. So as we get into this podcast and not wanting to yell over to Debbie and see if she go to Duck Donuts first because we can't do it. No, uh, no. But this is what I'm thinking. As we've been going into Psalm 119, it's been an edifying walk for us. It's been amazing. It's been talking about pride and the prideful people. And, you know, we can fall into that category. Yeah. It's been, it, you know, one of the things I think, too, is it's, you know, the Bible is instructions for life. Yeah. And too many of us try to build a life without reading the instructions. We try to build a model without reading the instructions. When I was a kid, I'd build a model without reading the instructions. And I'd like forget to put the steering wheel or the shifter in or something. Then I'd be all bumped. Then you'd be trying to stick it in with tweezers mm-hmm. and that bad glue. And you'd be sniffing that glue by mistake. You'd be getting all high, walking into walls, burning brain cells. 
just because you didn't read the instructions, read the directions. And anyway, so as we've been going through these songs for life and these psalms, here we are. We find ourselves in Psalm 119 in verses 81 through 88. My soul, it starts with, my soul fainteth for thy salvation, but my hope in thy word. Mine eyes fail for thy word, saying, what will thou comfort me? For I am become like a bottle in the smoke, yet do I not forget thy statues? How many are the days of thy servant? When wilt thou execute judgment on them that persecute me? The proud have digged pits for me, which are not after thy law. All thy commandments are faithful. They persecute me wrongfully. Help me, help thou me. They had almost consumed me upon the earth, but I forsook not thy precepts. Quicken me, give me life, quicken me after thy love and kindness, so I shall keep the testimony of thy mouth. He's saying a lot there. Yeah, this is powerful. Yeah. Yeah, what do you think? Wow. Well, what one thing that I absolutely love about this section is we see the psalmist's humanity. We see just blunt honesty. And I love that. Yeah. Because we've all been at this place of saying, God, I'm done. And I, I when I read Psalm 81 or Psalm 119:81, it takes me back to Psalm 73:26 which says, "My flesh and my heart faileth, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever." And that idea of God, I'm worn out. I'm done. And I think um, as we read through this psalm, we're going to see why. Verse 85 through um, verse 87 tells us why, why his soul is fainting, why he's tired. My, my eyes fail for thy word saying, when wilt thou comfort me? He's, he's worn out. He's looking to God. And yet it seems like there's a fog there. He talks about being like a bottle in a smoke. And I used to not understand what that meant. I used to read that and go that way as a kid. Yeah. Um, I memorized Psalm 119 in, in when I was in school, in middle school. And I remember thinking to myself, I'm a bottle in the smoke. That makes absolutely no sense. Now, he was in a fog. Yeah. And I can picture being that bottle in the smoke of, you can't tell upside from downside. Mm -hmm. Feeling, I remember feeling that way during times of being abused, of being like, God, where are you? I know your word's true, but nothing makes sense right now. And that's what the psalmist is saying. Absolutely nothing makes sense. Then he says, yet do I not forget thy statutes. In other words, God... I feel right now like I'm drowning. I feel right now like I'm done. Like I can't, I look up and I don't see you. I look down, you know, that idea of Job of, I don't know which, which way is right, but I know your word's true and I'm not going to forget your word in the midst of it. And I love when I read that because it does take me back to Job where Job said, my skin is black upon me and my bones are burned with heat that idea of my flesh, my body, my mind, it's all failing. It's all falling apart. Your word is the only foundation I have. And I remember being in that place. Yeah. I had absolutely no reason to live, it felt like, other than my kids and other than the knowing that God was faithful. And even though nothing in me even agreed with that fact, the only thing I knew was that I didn't need to forget who God was because he, I knew he was real to me. Yeah. And that's where the psalmist is. Everything else around him is failing. 
And he even is, he's asking God, when wilt thou comfort me? Because God, it doesn't feel like you're comforting me right now. It doesn't feel yeah. like you're even here. You know, so many of us, you know, it, it seems like the walls close in on us. People are hating us. People are digging pits, all those things. And so many of us, we, we can curl up, we can faint, we can hit the couch, we can, you know, watch the old TV shows, or we can just say, you know, God, we need your help. Help me with my faith. Help me with my patience and, and you know, get me through these times. And there, there's so many. And we get over here and, you know, immediately thinking to me, we're, we're, we're down. It says, my soul fainteth. We're laying down uh, for thy salvation. And my eyes fail for thy word, saying, and then 83, for I am become like a bottle in smoke, yet I do not forget thy statues. And it, he's saying, you know, I'm fainted, but I'm not done hoping. I'm yeah. going through junk, but I got hope on the other end. Yes. And folks, when we have God, when we have God's word, no matter what we're going through, no matter where we are, there's hope. Yes. And there's hope in these trials. We've talked about them a million times, but you know, these trials, it comes down to, we go through trials for two things. Number one, we saw that with the book of Job, first of all, to get us closer to God. Number two, to bring other people with us closer to God, to help other people get closer to God. And then I think it's okay. We've seen this again, Stephanie, you and I've talked about this. We talked about it in the book of Job, but over here in 84 and 85, it's okay to have question marks. Yes. You yes, know, it, it, it's okay. I'm questioning you, Lord, but I'm waiting. Yes. You know, I'm, I'm going to get through this. I'm going to wait for you. And and then on the bottom, it says all thy commandments are faithful. So it's like he's yes. got this personal revival going on. He's trusting him. He's trusting in everything. He's He's waiting, but it's almost like God's reviving him. And, you know, if there's a, a micro piece of, of this scripture, of this psalm that we really need to grasp, maybe it's this. You know, maybe it's it's okay to ask questions. We know that. It's okay to ask God questions as long as we're not stupid about the way we ask questions. It's okay to, you know, go through these things and to do these things and to say these things, but it's never okay not to trust God to get you through. It's never okay not to go to God's word. Mm-hmm. And, um, and you know, we, we also see here, and I, and I think this is a really big deal, but I think you know, there's going to be times, Stephanie, when we're fainting, that idea of laying down on the job a little bit. There's going to be yeah. times when we're just, I don't want any more of this. This is too much. It's too hard, hard to be alive. Well, when those times come, you got a few options. The most important option and the one you need to go to is to go to God. Yeah. Be fainting, but hoping at the same time. Say, God, yeah. I know that I'm coming to your word and I'm not leaving your word uh, the same way I came in, I'm going to be different. Yeah. I'm going to be different because I trusted you because I trusted you, Lord. I trusted you, Lord, and I'm going to get through. And I, and I mean, I just think Stephanie over and over again, we can look at our traumas. We can look at these terrible things that have happened in our life. And if we're not careful, we can get caught in the cycle of why me, Lord. Yeah. Well, and I think if we're not careful, you reach a point of despair. And, you know, when you look at, um, Pilgrim's Progress, the story of Pilgrim's Progress, where he gets off into Bypath Meadow, he strays from that path. You know, the psalmist talks about God's word being a lamp to our light, or lamp to our path, and a light to our path. And when Pilgrim got off that path, he ended up in Doubting Castle with giant despair. And 
that key of promise is what unlocked that door and let him out of that castle. It's what killed giant despair. It was the, the key of promise that is talking about the words of God that are, you know, those specific promises we can claim. And right here in the midst of this psalmist's pain, God inspired him to write the word. I, I Verse 86 is just like, wow. This is a promise you can hold on to, whatever you're going through. Verse 86, 86 says, all thy commandments are faithful. And if you're in the midst of a trial right now, today, wherever you are listening to this, cry that out to God. All thy commandments are faithful. Cry that out. James talks about humbling ourselves, submitting ourselves to God, and resisting the devil, and he will flee. And if the devil can get you to believe that God's promises are not true, you are in that dungeon of despair. You are going to give up. Cry out to God and rebuke Satan with this fact of God's word that all God's commandments are faithful. And in that same verse, he says, they persecute me wrongfully. They go hand in hand. If Satan can use people that are filling your head, being in that place where you're literally being brainwashed, first of all, get away from people that are doing that to you. And if, you know, if, the, if you're being brainwashed, you have to make that choice. I am so proud of people that make that choice to say, no, this isn't. What I'm being fed is not from God's word. And to get out of that situation. But then at that same point, come to that end of that verse. And I can't tell you how many times this is all I've gotten out. Is what the psalmist says, help thou me. Mm. Three words that change everything. Draw an eye to God. And he will draw an eye to you. And make this, as when you stand on that promise that, God, you are faithful. Your word is faithful. Help me. Yeah. Everything changes. And then at the end of that, quicken me. Yes. Life again. Life again. Revived. Ready to go. Restored. Uh, Maybe even given it all for the first time. You know, God always gives us more than we need. He always gives us uh, you know, that he's not leaving us in some silly pit. He's not leaving That's us right. in some bad place. He's not leaving us on the side of the road. He's not leaving us faint and laying on the couch. He's bringing us to a better place. And, that's right. And I think that's what we see in this Psalm. And, and, uh, I, you know, friends, let me just tell you this. It, it's easy sometimes to, uh, to feel like we're just sitting here saying things to you, but we're people who've been through this with you. You know, the great thing about this podcast is we're people who've been there. You know, this isn't just a couple people who've been hired to talk to you about your PTSD. We're not hired for nothing. <laughs> we kind of pay to talk to you about our PTSD. And, uh, you know, I mean, this is, we're just fellow victors who feel like we need to pass this on to you. We're just, we're just people who want to come out the other end with you. So when your trauma comes, when that trigger shows up, and, and folks, study the Word of God. You know, start your day in the Word of God, finish your day in the Word of God, pray, be there, go to church, be ready, be square, be the kind of soldier that you'd want your pastor to be. Be the kind of soldier that you'd want your pastor's wife to be. Be the kind of person that's all dug in, you know, that you're 100% dug in. And uh, and when you do that, boy, when you do that, I'm telling you, you start to experience revival. When you do that, you start to experience the better things in life. When you do that, you start to help other people. When you do that, you know, you can't help but be a decent human being, and you're not an knucklehead. You know, and that's an important factor about the whole thing, too. 
So I think, I, I don't know. I just think that we look at this and we're coming right out with, with the, you know, my soul, it's fainting, but I still got hope. That's right. And then we're ending with, you know, everything we talked about in the middle, but then you turn around and ending with quicken me. I want full life. I want life more abundant. Walking and not being weary. Yeah. The idea of Isaiah forty thirty one. Yeah. Yeah. And walking and not being weird. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I'll tell you, man, sometimes, you know, and, and so. Speaking so, of going to an odd place. Yeah. <laughs> when you're odd, I'm telling you, you can't help it. But, uh, hey, just a couple of things before we take off. Remember what we're talking about here. Be in God's word. Be studying it. Be reading it. Have a great day. Give the day to God. Trust in God. It's okay to question things while you're hoping. It's okay to learn patience. It's okay to come out the other side. And you're going to come out the other side revived, restored, maybe in a better place Amen. than you've ever been before. And another important point today, though, not as... Uh, not as important, but remember Duck Donuts. It's worth its own vacation. Hey, we love you folks. We got a song for you today. And uh, this song, so this is the weirdest song we ever wrote because Stephanie and I uh, sent text messages back and forth to each other. <laughs> and a couple hours later, I got a Marco Polo song we were talking about. And I had just went through a sermon at my church with the shame this woman had went through. So, I mean, we were, I, I'm telling you, when you write a song that you can write on your cell, cell phone, talking back and forth to each other, and like always, uh, Stephanie turned around and put some music to that. So we're sharing that with you. Touch the hem of his garment. This is your song today. We hope you have a great day. If we can help you in any way, go out to Facebook and look for Help for Wounded Spirits. We'd love to see you. Love to hear from you. Have a good one. Have a good one. Listen to everything Eric's got to say. Make sure you know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. There's nothing more important. search for the healing from my bleeding and pain in a crowd full of crying from the hurting and lame my eyes searched for the healer messiah el shaddai
Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you. But God commendeth his love toward us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth, and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at WoundedSpirits.com.